Hello, friend, and welcome to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You're listening over WING 1300, New Jersey's oldest radio station and the three-time stellar award-winning station as well. You can follow WING 1300 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you're watching, it's over WPHY, Channel 25, covering Mercer County, New Jersey, through the Verizon Fios Network. And you can find Trenton 365 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well with the handle at Trenton365. You can send me an email, Trenton, the numbers 365 show at gmail.com. So tonight we're going to start off with some technological information uh, for the folks who are in the listening and viewing audience. I have in the studio with me Life Bridge Technology and Enrichment Centers, and I've got the two co executive directors, Leon Crawford Jr. and Jamel Creeke. And we're going to be talking about the services that they offer, the programs and education, etc. But we're going to talk a bit about who they are personally and then we'll jump right into that. So without any further ado, gentlemen, welcome to the Trenton 365 show. And whichever of one of you wants to go first, why don't you introduce yourself and then tell us where you're from and what brought you into this whole um, technology and enrichment centers idea. Uh, okay. Thank you for um, having us on. Thank you. You are so welcome. Um, I guess we're here mainly because uh, we met you, or I met you a couple of weeks ago at the um, Black History program. Um, my name is Leon Crawford. There we go. Junior. Um, Jamel and I, um, we attend church together, Grand Chapel African Methodist Episcopal Church, um, 261 Mercer Street. It's a miracle on Mercer Street. <laughs> um, we're both um, attended college in um, North Carolina. I earned a computer science degree, and Jamel earned a electrical engineering. Um, and so, we have a background in, in technology. Um, Jamel still works in it. I, I work. <laughs> <laughs> I own a lot of technology, but Jamel and I together, um, we we work together in technology. So, um, a few years back, um, we, we while attending um, Grant Chapel. We still attend Grand Chapel. Um, we wanted to, we came together and we started talking about some of the things that we wanted to do because mainly we both have two young boys. Um, and we started talking and about some of the things that Jamel was seeing in his industry. Um, and so with that, I'll let you talk a little bit. So, yeah, again, thanks for having us. And, sure. and just to pick up where Leon left off, by all means, you know, we, we were led by our pastor, our, our Reverend Bird, and he, he had been calling us to do something, you know, and that's what pastors do, right? And I get that. Um, but he wanted us to do something that it had been bugging me, it had been bugging Leon, and I've had this idea since about 2008. And God has a way of hitting you upside the head and making you take what he has put Some in front of you. Some harder than others. Exactly. <laughs> Some harder than others. So, um, and out of that, Life Bridge was born. Uh-huh. Right, LifeBridge is a nonprofit that serves uh, the greater Trent community. Um, because I was outraged, I was outraged that our library is closed. I was outraged that uh, people were cut off from uh, electronic means of communication. That's vital in the world that we live in. Um, you know, basic services, uh, a shelter out of the rain, all the things the library serves in our community was taken away, and. What bothered me the most was that, as I went to work every day, um, I saw people throwing away computers. 
Now, my mama raised me a certain kind of way. And when you take what's thrown away and you repurpose for, for good, then I think that's that, that, that. So that's how Life Rouge was born, right? We took these computers that were basically thrown away and we repurposed them. Uh, we rebuilt them. And, you know, that. so that's kind of how it was born. Mm-hmm. So I want to jump in there because, um, and, and both of you are from the region, like from Trenton well, area? I didn't grow up here, um, but I have family roots here. I grew up in North Carolina. Okay. Um, and hence, um, I was able to attend North Carolina A&T State University, okay. Aggie Pride. Mm-hmm. Um, but I moved here in 1994 after I graduated with my degree in computer science. Um, hence, um, Moving here um, because I have family ties here, like I said, um, and been here ever since. Mm-hmm. Now, now, I was born and raised in Brooklyn, and I was born and, and, and lived in a place much like Trenton. And um, I went away to school. I was blessed enough to go to, you know, some of the best schools in New York, magnet schools. I got a great education, world-class education, and then I went and got an engineering degree. Um but I've always wanted to run my own business. Mm-hmm. And so after working for a few companies, uh, much to the chagrin of my lovely wife, <laughs> I quit my job and started my own business. And have been doing okay. Um, but, inter- but the interaction with the people that I work with, it was always these, this waste, this stuff being thrown away. And, been, and I wanted to you know, recycle that waste. So you know, tying it back to the vision of... of uh, LifeBridge, you know, I moved to Trenton in 2001, and I knew when I moved here that I wanted to be a part of the community and do something. I knew it from the onset. I get a lot of kickback from people from Trenton because I tell people all the time I love Trenton, and sometimes I get different responses from that, and you might imagine what those responses might be, but I love Trenton. Mm-hmm. I see so much good here. Mm-hmm. The people here are great. Um, you know, that they're part of my extended family and my community, so it's part of that where, again, life bridge is born. Because I've always wanted to help, and what my pastor kind of brought out of us was give of your talents. Because I was thinking of other ways to try to give back. But I said, I do computers. I might as well just do what I already know. Um, And then it kind of met this great need. You know, and and I think that's that's where we are um, as a culture. I think more and more people are becoming... the whole idea of a round peg and a square hole and vice versa, I think more people are starting to say, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this particular occupation or why am I going to this school, etc.? And um, so I like to encourage folks to satisfy your soul um, because right. if you're um, spiritually in tune with what's going on in yourself, it's a lot easier to make that transition. And that's something that I had to do, but I had to be of the hard-headed portion hmm. where I had to have a physical ailment for God to say, hey, look, you need to stop doing this. Mm. I need you in a different direction. And I'm fortunate enough that I had enough support and have enough support around me, family, and obviously you do as well, both of you actually, where you can actually say, okay, look, I'm going to be doing something that's not traditional. And then have that support of your family and your your community. And then to actually be able to worship in a place where the pastor is encouraging you to satisfy your soul to right. seek that spiritual guidance right. to let the holy spirit lead you to the occupation that you should be going to is also very critical so um kudos to your pastor for at first i thought maybe your pastor was a uh, leon 
Pastor Leon. Right, 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 right. Leon. Oh, boy. Um, but, um, um, the folks back in church are going to love that. Yeah, but the only reason why I say that is, is because um, I grew up with uh, Pastor Bone Crusher. I know you're listening over there. But uh, okay. that's that's what, what his nickname was right. when we were kids. Um, but no, it, so I want to encourage you. Number one right. is, is for you to identify that, number one. Two, to be able to be in a community and in a space where you're getting that, that spiritual right. blessing right. and the support from it. Right. So I'm talking with um, Leon Crawford Jr. and Jamel Creke of LifeBridge Technology and Enrichment Centers. Um, the easiest way to find them is on a, the website, LifeBridgeTech, T-E-C, Org, and there you can find out more information and details about what they do, etc. But um, before we come up on the first portion of the program where we're going to have a break, I'd like for you to talk a bit about, um, you touched on the upcycling or repurposing of computers and things that you found. Can you just share a bit about what the programming is that LifeBridge does? So I'll, I'll start it off and then I'll let you follow up. Um, the So so LifeBridge is, is a pretty... Um, simple organization, but has the ability to grow to be something pretty complex. Mm. And that's what I kind of love about it. If um, w- Our main set of programming is is um, technology training, right? That's what we do, the, what we spend most of our time doing. Um, we teach classes at the church. Uh, we've taught classes at, at our church for seniors. We did a seniors class and a kids class. Um, basic computer um, usage. Um, we also teach uh, classes at the Trenton Public Library, um, uh, usually two or three seasons out out the year. So it's a February, you know, a fall, winter, uh, maybe a spring and a, and, a, and a fall. Never a summer. I try to take the summers off, but um, and we teach uh, cla- uh, basic computing classes, and uh, we just started an advanced computing class. And anyone that completes you know, six to eight weeks of computer training takes home a free computer. Because mm. remember, we started out saying, I repurposed these computers. What did I do with all of them? Uh, another part of our organization is that we recycle uh, computers. We take old computers that people are going to throw away. Those have value. And 20 or 30 of those together will turn out 100 120 bucks, which goes back into the pot of uh, paying for small supplies or things like that. So... Uh, it pays to refurbish some of the computers, replace hard drives, screens, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we've uh, we've also done uh, programming at um, the ETC out in East Trenton. So as you start to see, you might see a pattern, right? We've had programs in West Trenton, we have programs in East Trenton, North Trenton. We're basically trying to replace the library with where the library system exti- uh, 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 um, reach runs out. Mm-hmm. We need computing centers in each ward. So our goal is to set up a fully staffed and operating computing center in each ward to replace the ones we lost with the libraries. Mm, I think that's a noble cause. Um, and, um, yeah, it, I think it pains not only the three of us sitting here, but many, many others in trying to fact that we only have one library that services the right. whole, the whole right. city. Right. So, so kudos to and you. The budget, and the budget can't, respectively, at this point in the game, the budget can't handle it. So, but nonprofits like us can fill that gap. You know, we, not the entire gap, but we we do our best. I, you know, I'm I'm trying. I would love to fill the entire gap, but we you know. But talk about some of the grant stuff we do. Oh well, some of the grant stuff we've done. It's like we, well, you felt mentioned we um, did a program at the um, CYO a couple of summers ah, yes, ago. Yes, 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 yes. Um, where we had um, kids for 
what was it, four to six weeks, I believe. Right. Where we taught them, we purchased, well, we got grants to purchase video equipment, and we partnered with another um, nonprofit and had them come in and work with kids for several weeks, like I said. Um, doing video production. Doing video, video production. production. They video started editing. from script, right. scripting, um, writing the stories, and then do video. Yep. And, then, um, and, and so that was a pretty successful. We did that at the, ET, the ETC and at the... As well um, as... At the CYO. But what, what's amazing, and shout out to Robert, wherever you are there, brother, thank you. Um, but what, what's amazing is that we're doing this with little or no money, right? You'd be amazed that um, what you can do with a small amount of grant funds. So shout out to I Am Trenton, shout out to um, uh, Iron, I, Horse. I am sure, I, Iron Horse Film, some of the other uh, Men for Hope. These are all organizations we collaborated with with grant buddies from, uh, small grants from I Am Trenton. Um, Hmm. All right. Well, no, that's that's good. I mean, uh, folks, if you have not seen or caught the glimpse of me, I'm always writing. I always have my pad and it's full of stuff here. So I'm taking these notes. These interviews are always uh, good for me as well. Not only to get to know the people um, who are doing amazing things in the city and connecting with them, but it's also good for me to expand my knowledge as well. Uh, you're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. Segment number one, I've got Life Bridge technology and enrichment centers uh, in the studio, Leon Crawford Jr. and Jamel Creeke. Creeke, right? Yeah, Creeke. And um, they're the two uh, co-executive directors, and we're talking about the organization as a whole. We touched a bit on a bit about some of their programming and uh, what they've done to come to this point, but we're going to get into more meat and potatoes after the short break. You're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show, and we'll be back after that break. And welcome back to the Trenton 365 show. You can send me an email, Trenton365, that's the numbers, show at gmail.com. You can also post your events to the Trenton 365 community calendar page on Facebook as well. So um, I have in the studio with me, again, I'm holding up the card here, LifeBridge Technology and Enrichment Centers, the two co-executive directors, Leon Crawford Jr., who's on your camera to the left, and Jamel Creeke. And uh, we've been talking a bit about the organization, how it came to pass, um, for the most part, I mean, in summarizing it, um, you, you have two two men who've known each other for some time, some uh, college roots, right? And then uh, now you're connected here in Trenton. You worship together um, at the uh, trying to figure out how you can get more involved and engaged in what's happening here in the city. Also, with the guidance of your pastor, um, you guys came up with this wonderful idea of LifeBridge Technology and Enrichment Centers, and you're dealing with. From what I can understand, not only things dealing with computers, but technology as a whole. And I say that, Leon, because when we did the African American History Bowl, you were there with your camera and with your son who was on camera as well. You guys are actually documenting this event. So I'd like for you to start off and share a bit about you know, your passion for videography and documentation with photography. Well, thank you. Um I've always had a passion for technology, um, I guess mainly because when I was growing up, I remember seeing my cousins, um, they got their first computer, which was a tap Apple IIe, I believe, and I didn't have that in my house, but I was always there, and so when I grew up and was able to um, get my own um, money to purchase my own computer, I did just that, and um, eventually I went back to school uh, after being in the Marine Corps. 
went back to school, earned my degree in computer science, um, but I has always have a love for technology. Um, so I started to invest in, well, I started seeing things happening like folks taking, taking pictures. I'm like, I can do that. Mm. You know, um, and I'm doing that. I've made purchases. I think I made my wife sick when I first made made my first purchase of a, a SLR camera and I paid $600 for that. And now I, I, I really don't even want to tell you the cost of the video cameras that I've made because she doesn't even know the cost. Um, it's just all of a sudden, it, well, no, I'm not going to quote that. <laughs> um, but my point is um, I, I do love technology. I'm, a, I'm into videography. Um, I try to teach my kids about it. Um, it's one of the programs that we have going on with LifeBridge. Um, I believe that, um, well, if you don't smoke, you don't drink, and you don't give your money to other people's women, then you can afford these things. And mm. that's what I do. I invest in technology. Um, I have two sons at home. Um, I want them to learn it, even if they don't. Um, I, I just want them to have the skill and the knowledge to be able to use technology so that you know they they can use it to um, for me um, they can use it to be entertained or they can use it as a as a what's a, um, a vocation well you know I, I'd like to always uh, look at what technology does nowadays is we're actually documenting and creating history oh yes and um, you know for so long people of color is particularly African Americans here in America our history was always told through the lens of someone else. Hmm. Even if it was told over stories or it was written, that was always controlled by a different population. You're right? exactly right. So with Trenton 365, what I do, and people question, you know, why do you, why do you always taking pictures? Why are you always showing where you are? It's because I want to make it very clear that the person that I am, these are the things that I'm doing. And once it goes into the digital world, you both know this, it's always there. Right. So as I continue to progress as a person and continue to develop who I am, this persona or this brand, that is always there. That's content. The blessing that I have is that I've, content is free to me. Like I have it coming to me all the time. It's how do you monetize that and how do you get right. it out to the right people. Right. Right. So um, for the young people, like the interns and things that I have here, I'm always encouraging them to do the same thing as well. Right. because. This is an opportunity now with the mobile devices, with cameras, oh, yes. videos. You are literally creating a history. Now, it's fun to do the fun stuff, but we need people to tell the real stories and perspectives as well. And one of the things that I'm seeing, and we'll get into it in one second, um, one of the things that I'm really seeing now is that more nonprofits and independent media outlets are more interested in those types of stories. Because the big big budget corporations, even local, Philadelphia and New York um, media outlets, they're not coming to Trenton right. unless right. something really sensational happens. And generally when that happens, they're just coming for a hot minute. Right. But they need content from people at the local level. So what you're doing with capturing and documenting, you're creating a, a digital history, which is also going to help us going forward as a culture, in my opinion. Right, absolutely. You know, you bring up a point which is a powerful point and it's a good jumping off point. Um, it's the socialization of the technology is, is one silo of opportunity, right? It's the socialization. 
Um, however, the all of that technology, the same technology, could be used for so many other different types of things. So that same smartphone that you're using to make um, a turn up video, which I enjoy a turn up video just as much as I, the mumble rap, I love all of it, right? It's music, it's expression. However, we could also do a video on my, my son dissected an earthworm today, right? Um, teaching him how to, you know, film, record, edit that is a skill. Mm -hmm. And that's a skill that people would donate to teach other people, adults, kids, for free. People donate their time and energy. With that skill, you can change lives. Um, when I started this program, when, I start, when we started LifeBridge, I say I a lot. Because I'm just because he head. does a lot of talking. If you have, I do a lot of talking, right? And, and he I does a lot that. of work. So there you go. Um, the, you know, what what happens is is that the the technology can be used, and if we can tap into it, um, if we can teach them the right pieces of the technology and turn it into skills. When I first started this, we had uh, Obamacare was just coming being unveiled. There were people that couldn't access it through the phone, with a computer. Um, that changed that changed their life, right? Mm -hmm. It changed their access to literal life health, right? Um, the the and I, and I love the classes at the library because it's an amazing thing that I notice, right? I'll get ten people from all walks of life to sign up for a free computer class, and everybody there is there to get something, and once they get the thing that they came for, they check out, they immediately check out, and then and that's not a bad thing. I let them check out because they're going to finish that thing that they wanted. One lady needed to register her kid for school but didn't know how to get on the web page. Or uh, one guy wanted to look for a job but he didn't have an email address. And once I got to the point in the class where I taught email addresses, oh, you could hear him back in his computer, ding, 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 because he's getting job orders. He's replying to emails. Mm -hmm. um, I like to think it's changing lives. Um, you can do that with the access to technology. And so think about for the people that don't have access to it, it's like a drought, it's like a famine. It is, there is a such thing as a technology famine in our neighborhoods. Um, and we can bridge that gap with stuff that people throw away. And that's the blessing, stuff mm -hmm. that people don't want. I got a donation from a law firm in uh, New Brunswick, um, 10 you know, brand, brand new computers, but for whatever reason, they have to cycle them out. Mm -hmm. um, We'll take that and we'll put it in a home so a kid can uh, do their homework, mm -hmm. right? Or mom could look up how to curl her hair or something mm -hmm. on YouTube. It doesn't. It, it doesn't matter what it is, but that technology enriches their lives. Mm -hmm. So, so what are some of the needs that LifeBridge Technology and Enrichment Centers needs? Um, we need money. Always. <laughs> we need money. I mean, it's, it's as simple as that. I, you know, um, I work with. We all need money. So here's the problem with the nonprofit game in Trenton, and I'm about to, you know, uh, set some hair on fire. But um, the nonprofit game is only meant for the people that know how to get money to continue to get that same money. So uh, when, when somebody like us comes along that has a great idea, but and, and great connections in the community, we don't have the access to the funds to make an impact. Um, the struggle is real. So the struggle is real now. Um, but you'll be amazed at what sort of access you can change with $5,000 grant or $3,000 grant. Um, and with some accounting principles, with some business management principles, uh, with some, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, compliance type 
or, you know, when you get this grant money, you have the account for how it's spent. With those sort of principles, we can train 10 or 12 nonprofits from this area to be able to go after a $50,000 grant. So 10 organizations getting $50,000 each, that's half a million dollars pumped into our community, into our playgrounds, into our, last summer we cleaned up playgrounds all over Trenton with the, with the Trenton grant, with the I am Trenton grant. We had basketball leagues last summer. We had uh, um, a parade. We did the film classes. I mean, there's a lot going on in Trenton. Yeah, yeah and we've even supported um, a basketball league in a couple of years. Yeah, so, um, you know, you were talking about setting, you know, some, some hair on fire, I mean, but I, I think the uh, most most folks who spend time with me know that, you know, my my thoughts are not just the the, the top layer like the topsoil, you know, I want to go down, okay. I want to go down deep. And um, the nonprofits, the amount of nonprofits that we have here in Trenton have led me to believe that our economy here in the city of Trenton is poverty. And when you have an economy that's based upon poverty, in my opinion, there's really no way for that to develop and progress and improve. Um, because you have so many people who are trying to, who are trying to get the same amount of money. Um, this this is one of the wealthiest counties in the country. The money is mm, here. Mm. There's plenty of money here. Right. Um, it's the particular type of access. And um, as you so eloquently mentioned, um, the nonprofits, a lot of them, are they act as gatekeepers, um, preventing certain ones from getting funds and then others in partnership, etc. But what I believe the next model is. Um, and I say this because I, I believe a lot of the larger nonprofits are recognizing that this is becoming more and more difficult to maintain um, the, the status as a large nonprofit. So there's a need for partnerships and collaborations. Yes, and, and you and, need people on the front line. You need, so here's the thing about the Trenton nonprofits, and this is what I love about Howard's Health and Choices or Men, or Men for Hope or, or, or um, you know, uh, Iron Horse Films. That we're on the front line, and so when you get the money to the front line, there's the most good. No, no diss to boys and girls club, none of that stuff. But sometimes, Pebbles. even even at the boys and girls boys and girls club, you still have to pay a hundred dollar fee to get into a program, and there's nothing wrong with that. They have operational expenses like anybody else. However, however, what about the kids that don't have any money, right? And if we can serve them, then I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Well, I think I know that's a conversation for uh, another time. Uh, will you guys come back sure. um, later on and we can we can talk a bit more detail sure. and not only talk about this, but we can design and come up with a plan. We can design and come up with a plan um, to help satisfy some of the goals and needs that the organization LifeBridge uh, Technology and Enrichment Centers has, along with some of the passion. I mean that we um, we all feel the same way here. You know, we need to have more access to uh, the internet, computers. We need libraries, and we have to address some of the social ills that are plaguing people here in the city of Trenton and beyond. Um, because again, less than seven and a half square miles. There's no reason why we can't make a major impact on culture and society. I appreciate Absolutely. you both coming in, and uh, I promise that you'll come back again, though, sure. right? Thanks. Thanks for having us. All right, my pleasure. You've been listening and watching the Trenton 365 Show. Segment one is done. I encourage you to check out LifeBridge Technology and Enrichment Centers. The website is LifeBridge.com.
Tech, and that's T-E-C, like charlie.org, lifebridgetech.org, and uh, follow up with them. Um, they'll be back at another time, um, I'd say within two months, I'll have them back on the show. You're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show, and we'll be back after a short break. Thank <laughs> you.